Shabbat Shalom to our audience today. So glad you're with us. It's our Supernatural Friday podcast. Pastor Tim Carscatton here, Christian Center Shreveport, doing our favorite podcast of the week. And today we have a supernatural story of a young boy who is demon-possessed, raving crazy, got delivered in an unusual way. Let's listen to this story. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. to a special day, right? It's our Shabbat Shalom podcast. And we're so thankful that the Lord has brought us to this day. It's the fifth day of January 2024. As we've entered this new calendar year, we're looking forward to what God has planned this year. This story should be inspiring to you. Uh, God has so many unique ways to do miracles. And you must understand that when God does miracles, it's not the way we always think. He has a special plan because in each story, there's a way to move it to a greater way of miracle, a greater way of impact upon those people who experience the miracle, see it, are part of it, hear about it, because God is touching so many different things at one time. Let's listen to the story of this young boy. Father was desperate for him to be delivered, as you would if it was your child. And uh, then what happens in the end of how so many people were touched by this miracle. This is Dr. Francis Maus on Supernatural Stories. I have a story of the supernatural that I just want to share with you that I pray by God's grace is going to be a blessing to you because testimonies are given to us to be a blessing to other people who may be going through something similar or want to know that there is a God who still works miracles. I was doing a healing crusade on the beautiful island of St. Lucia in the Caribbean islands. God was working miracles, signs and wonders in the stadium. And... Uh, because of the miracles that were happening, uh, something happened that would actually eclipse what we are seeing in the, in, the, in the stadium. I got woken up by one of the pastors who was hosting me on the island. And he said, he said to me, Dr. Francis Mouth, that is a very important man, one of the top businessmen on the island of St. Lucia. He wants to see you desperately. I said to him, why? He said, because Dr. Miles, he says, just last night, he says his only son had come back from school and then uh, took the dog for a walk. The next time the father saw him again, he was literally a raving maniac. He lost his mind. Somewhere between leaving the house and walking the dog, he must have been attacked by demons or something because he began to undress himself and began to run around the streets. The police arrested him. 
And uh, uh, when they found out who Sonny was, they called the father. They said, you need to come to the police station right now. We have your son. The father said, my son, what has he done? Has he, I mean, he's a good boy. He's never been in trouble with the law. What is he doing at the police? They said, well, it's not that. It's that your son has lost his mind. He does not make any sense. He's being violent. So we are restraining him at the police station. The father drove to go and see the son with the mother. And sure enough, they, what they found was something no parent is ready for. The son literally has lost his mind. He cannot even recognize him and the wife. He was extremely violent. You know, he was hallucinating, saying all kinds of things. So the police said, what do we want, you want us to do with him? Should we put him in a mental institution to try to see if the health professionals can work, can help him? The father realized, no, I don't want to do it because he was afraid if his son was in an institution, it would mark him for life. But he, was, but he had no answer. So he took him home. He said that at the house, he was so, this, he was so violent. And the hallucinations became worse. So they had to chain him to, a, to his bed by his feet and by his hands just to stop him from hurting himself. And it broke them to be able to put their son in that kind of situation. But they had, they had, there was no other way to control him. Well, then, then, one of, then in the morning, when the, the man was, went back to his work, quite looking for the way out of this crisis, his secretary looked at him and said, Sir, you look very depressed. What's going on? And the man just broke down and began to tell his secretary what had happened to his son. The secretary said, you know what? You are talking to the right person. There is a man of God from Africa who, I mean, blind eyes have been opening, the wheelchair, people have been, uh, you know, the lame have been walking, deaf ears are being unstopped. I've seen so many healings in the stadium. He said, maybe he could help. That's how that man ends up at my hotel room at nine in the morning. I'm still in my pajamas. You know, but because of the agency of the moment, I let him come into, the, into my hotel room. You know, and because he was a Catholic, he began, he began to call me father, father. And so, you know, because that's, he didn't know how to call me pastor or anything else. I said, well, can I help you? He says, please. He explained to me the story of this young man. He says, is, is there a God who can deliver my son? I said, yes, my God is a miracle working God. He can deliver you. He said, I've seen demons leave people. I've, I've cast out thousands of demons out of people around the world in the crusades. So I know Jesus can do it. But I told him, I said, you know, it's, it's not enough for your son to be delivered. I said, I want him to come back to a father who can also protect him spiritually. He said, Dr. Miles, how do I do it? I said, you need to give your life to Jesus because it's because you're not walking with Jesus. That's why the devil could easily attack your family like this. You need to come to the Lord. He knelt on the floor in my hotel room. He says, whatever it takes. And right there in my, in the, in my, in my hotel room, he, this man, the most famous businessman on the entire island, very wealthy by any standard, kneels before Christ, and he gives his life to the Lord. He gets gloriously born again in my hotel room. So after this happened, 
I said to him, okay, wait for me. I'm in my pajamas, as you can see. Let me go and change. And we are gonna, I'm going to go with you to your house. And we are going to cast out those demons. And we're going to believe God to bring back the sanity of your son. He was so happy. You could see his face. There was tremendous hope that God was going to do something for him. Well, I went and got dressed. And I on my way out of the hotel room, while he was leading the way, just when I got to the door of the, my hotel room, the Holy Spirit speaks to me. He says to me, Francis, where are you going? I said, Lord, I'm going to this man. His, his, his son is possessed with demons. I'm going to, to cast them out. And the Lord said to me, no, you're not going to do that. I have a different way of bringing this miracle so that I can be glorified at a higher level. I said, Lord, what do you want to do? He says, ask him for a handkerchief. So I turned to the man, I said, sir, do you have a handkerchief? He said, yes. He thought I was trying to use it for myself. So he said, yes, yes, father. He goes into his pocket, brings out a white handkerchief. And I said, sir, this is going to sound very weird. Uh, but the Lord just spoke to me. I can no longer go with you to your son. His face, you could see. He, I mean, his countenance fell. You know, he, he, the desperation returned. He said to me, why, father? I said, I do not know. Except God says he wants to do it in a different way. But I told him, I said, do not worry. Your son will be delivered from demons today. That's the word of the Lord. I said, give me the handkerchief. And I said, in the book of Acts, God will take, did extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul. That even aprons and handkerchiefs that came from his body, clothing, material, would bring miracles, signs and wonders, and demons would leave people. I said, that's what God is going to do for you. He said, do me a favor. When, when, you, when your son gets delivered, I, I'm, I'm going to be in the stadium tonight. And I want you to come and bring your son fully delivered. And then you can tell the entire island what the Lord did for you. You could see he was very unsure, you know, but being polite. He said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so I took this handkerchief and I prayed the power of Jesus into it. And I said, when you go home, Go in the bedroom where you have your son tied up and put this, put this, uh, put this on his, fore, on, on, his, on, his, on, his, on his forehead. The man drove, the, drove and left the hotel and rushed to his house. His wife was waiting. As soon as his, his car put into the, into the garage, the wife came out of the house. She said, where is the priest? Where is the priest? She was so happy that I was going to be coming. Only to be told, no, that he was on, my, on his way here and he, he said, God told him not to come. Said, but then what are we going to do with our son? He said, he sent me with a handkerchief that he prayed for. We had to put on the boy's forehead. He said, they went in the room where the boy was, like a raving maniac, screaming, trying to break the chains. And they put the, the handkerchief on his forehead. He said, what they saw, they had never seen before. Demons began to come out of him. They were screaming as they were leaving this boy. Within less than five minutes, he was completely back to his senses. He asked his mom and dad, mom and dad, why am I restrained like this? What happened? That's when they knew he was back. They began to cry. They, they, they unchained him. They hugged. And that evening, that night, I was on the platform when they brought this man, when this businessman and this young boy came on the platform. They were both smiling and you could see the joy of the Lord. 
And I said to the man, is that the boy? He said, yes, yes, man of God. This is the boy that was a raving maniac as of yesterday and this morning. But the Lord has delivered him and he got completely delivered. So I'm just telling you today, as you are listening to this supernatural story, that we serve a God of miracles, signs and wonders. So whatever you are going through, I'm praying that God's hand would, would reach you right now in Jesus' name. Let us know about it because these supernatural stories are being told to release your faith in a supernatural God who wants to heal you and deliver you right now in Jesus' name. And I think for all of us who work and have seen miracles, when you listen to the prophetic voice like our brother did there, when you walk it out, you must understand God has something greater for all to see and hear. I remember when uh, William Branham shared a vision once, our story. He'd had a vision. He saw a little boy on his deathbed. He saw it in a room. He had a vision of this, this boy's room. He saw ice on the wind, uh, on the window. He saw a rocking chair, and uh, there was no hope for the child. And then all of a sudden, he sees the grandmother come in the room, and then the child's healed. This is the vision he has. And so it wasn't long after that he got a call, and somebody said, hey, Brother Branham, my, my child's sick. Can you come pray for them? Uh, he's on his deathbed. Doesn't look like he's going to make it. And so Brother Branham went to this house uh, for this family. He walks in the room where the child was. It's his vision. He sees the vision, frost on the window, rocking chair, baby, you know, deathbed, so forth. So he agrees to pray. Well, it takes almost all night long. And the family's like, Brother Brandon, why don't you pray? The child's dying. And there's no hope. And he says, that's not time. It's not time. He waits and he waits. And in the morning, I think he waited almost all night long. If I remember the story right, the grandmother walks in the room. He said, now it's time. He prays for the child and the child's raised from the dead. Almost. He's almost dead. Well, that's, that's obedience to the prophetic, number one, because God has a greater miracle planned. Now the whole family knows the story because he tells the story to them of the preciseness of God and timing, everybody being where they're supposed to be, doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's what this story today is we played. God told him not to do something in order that something greater would happen. And jo Joseph, you know, when he was persecuted by his brothers and put in prison, but he told his brothers at the end, he said, look, the reason this happened was that I could save many lives, that God could save many lives through this event. And that's what we have to see this as, that God has a greater plan in every difficult. So take this as a sign for this year that we're going to see precise words from the Lord and we're going to see signs and wonders and miracles like we've never had before. If you need a breakthrough, maybe you're not Hopefully, I don't think anybody here is this bound like this boy was, but whatever you're bound with, God is faithful to take care of you. So, Father, I pray for everybody listening today. As we listen to this story, let us be faithful to the precise words of the Lord. Walk them out, spirit of counsel, and watch the spirit of might show up with signs, wonders, and miracles. I decree that, Father, over all of us according to your word today, that you're going to do this in 2024 like never before. In the name of Yeshua, I pray. Amen, amen. Well, Shabbat Shalom. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. God bless.
Well, thank you for listening to our daily podcast. As we start a new year, remind you again of all that we have available on our website, ChristianCentersReport.com, or our app, which is our better application. You can find out everything. Go to your tablet, your phone, whatever, download Christian Centers Report. Find all that we're doing. There's so many things on there on media. You can give. You can have prayer. You can see all our upcoming events, be involved with our online ministry, everything that we're doing. So check us out this year. We look forward to walking with you all year long. God bless you. Have a good day.